every time I hang out with you, you take me to new depths of ick with you. There's just what I think we've reached the bottom or the inner, the seventh circle of hell. You, you reveal a, yeah. a new low of things I learn about you. Oops. <laughs> uh, you know, you just got to be truthful. You got to be an open book. No, it's okay to <laughs> it's okay to still keep some mystery in the friendship. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for all week, when you finally get to listen to us talk about nonsense again, nonsense that hopefully you find interesting, nonsense that hopefully you want to tell your friends about, Uh, I am Adam Patterson, your host, and this is another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast, joined, as always, by, or almost always, as by Coach Burke. We call him Ryan. His I'm middle, here. His middle name is Dwayne. No, it's not. I wish. I don't remember your middle name. What do you think my middle name is? What do I look like? Harold. No, Ryan come Harold on. Burkhart. I have more. F- I have more game and flow than a Harold. <laughs> Ryan um, Churchill. Adam, be serious. All right. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, gosh, we we. It's Alan. No. I know. I give up. Lee. Ryan Lee. Oh, we talked about this once. That's a sick nickname or a middle name. You know that? Did you ever? Ryan Lee Burkhart. It rolls off the tongue, Ryan yeah. Lee. When I was in trouble, Ryan Lee. Um, <laughs> when uh, I went to college, I thought about going by my middle name. Ooh, you should have. There's only one snag in the plan. I went to college to the same college with a girl that I had been dating since like sophomore year of high school. Yeah. There was no way she was going to flip on a dime and start calling me Lee. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Dude, My wife has said Lee? I don't look like a Lee, but I'm like, but I would if when you met me in college, that's all anybody knew me yeah, as. Yeah, exactly. And once you start calling some of that for a while, it sticks. I was, I was like hanging plows. out. Plows will stick someday. Oh, what? I was hanging out with a guy <laughs> at college that we all, his name was Drayson. Ooh. Drayson. And I was in an apartment, his apartment one day, and there was a like a Verizon bill on the counter. And I just looked at it. I go, who's Eric? And he goes, that's me, but don't tell anybody. He's like, Drayson's my middle name, but I do not go by Eric. And he's like, but don't tell anybody my real name's Eric. And I was like, so I could, that's, that's when I got the idea. I'm like, I like the name Ryan now, but I went through a time where I was like, I don't know. A lot of Ryans I know are just, yeah, just not nice. Um, a lot of the Ryans I knew growing up i i don't even know if that's fair i don't know i just always thought like ryan's were kind of like rich preppy mean kids if that makes sense (laughs) yeah so i was like i don't know lee kind of sounds cooler lee is pretty sick uh drayson that's wild was there like a grandpa named drake and a grandpa named jason i didn't ask him 
Drayson Derulo. <laughs> he was from California, so uh, that probably explains a lot. Yep, that makes sense. What's your middle name? Uh, Michael. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Do you ever thought about being Mike Jr.? It'd be kind of sick. Yeah. Would I have to cut off my three middle fingers on my right hand or not? I cannot believe you went there. <laughs> uh, friend of the Mary, pod. Mary, if you're listening. She's mad. You need to ground him the next time you see him. Actually, Mary... <laughs> Next time you make your famous Chex Mix, don't give it to Adam. Give it right to me. <laughs> that would be some hardcore punishment. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you're just going to stand outside my door and eat it right in front of me. You ever been an initial guy? What do you mean? Like AP? That was my grandpa's brother's name, and it wasn't even short for anything. Oh. His literal legal name was AP. AP. Man, I have a lot of people actually call me AP. Yeah. Like, like if you just went by AP Patterson. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, so like my my grandpa's brothers were named like um, Niall, and one was named AP, Man. A period P period, right on his birth certificate. Your grandpa's had some sick names, and my Niall's grandpa's name awesome. was Virgil. Ah, oh. great name. That's a name you could set your watch by. Niall Virgil AP. I love it all. Yep, that's amazing. Uh, friend of me, friend of the pod, Blake Lytle. I almost thought you said Blake Lively. No, <laughs> that'd be sick. Would <laughs> that it? Would be- Whoa! By the way, I don't want you to take this personally. Yeah. Because I've heard a lot of the pods. Yeah. we got to get a new adjective besides sick. Do I say it a lot? You do. It's always like, that'd be so sick. Well, I should start saying plows more. Yeah. You got to get back into plows. Get that to catch on. Or yeah. say, or be like the BC boys and be like, that would be the illest. Okay. <laughs> that would be ill. Um, yeah. he, his Blake is his middle name. First name, Alan. Yeah. Alan Blake Lytle. Everyone knows that, though. So I don't think he's going to be mad that I outed him on the pod. What's What's Tommy T's middle name? Alan. Tom, Tom Allen Hankwadi, Thomas Allen Hansen. They're both T A H. Oh yeah. Yeah. But then you got Allen Hankwadi, yep. friend of the pod. Yep. Different name, different spelling. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Tom could have been T A. He could have been T A. Could have been T A and A P. Just hitting the streets, listening to Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs> Torn. Uh, Australian <laughs> singer songwriter extraordinaire. Yeah. Did you know she was married to the lead singer from Silverchair? Do you remember Silverchair? Uh, yes. They were an Aus- Aus- had no they idea. Were, they were an Australian alternative grunge band. Alternative like grunge the- band, I <laughs> might never. Um, <laughs> they were uh, they were like the the it couple of Australian music. I mean, was there a lot of options? No. Well, isn't <laughs> Kylie Minogue British or is she Australian? I don't know. Okay. I do not know. I'm sorry. Speaking of Australia, have I ever done my didgeridoo impression for you? I would love to hear it. I don't want to be too close to the mic for this. <laughs> do you feel like you're in the outback? <laughs> kind of. You. I can't. What I do mean, you think the capital of Australia is? Ah, it's not Melbourne. It's not any of the common ones. It's some crazy name. It's always one. It's the one you don't expect. It's a crazy one. I just heard it the other day. I actually talked about it on a podcast. It's Canberra. Yeah, it's crazy. I no one ever was, knows that. I was at a tri- trivia night once where that was the question, and um, we were kind of – it was when I taught at a different school, and we had like this faculty fun night thing or whatever, and I got – a bunch of us just got thrown together, and this was another teacher's spouse. She's like, I don't know, 50, 60 years old. That question came up, and I was like, it's Canberra, and she was like adamant in front of everybody. She's like, no, it's not. It's Sydney. And I go, I'm telling you, it's Canberra. And I was like the geography teacher. <laughs> and she was like, nope, it's not. And she was like loudly like adamant. And then I was like, I'm going to enjoy this. 
And when it got revealed that it was Kid Barra, she was like tail between the legs, more like, I don't believe it. Yeah. And I just sat. I didn't rub it in. Hey, but I was Cheryl, just like, sometimes you should listen to others. <laughs> it's more like, I am the geography teacher. <laughs> yeah. This is what I get paid yes, to do. Let me say it. Just back off and let me cook when a geography <laughs> question comes up. No, that was a really satisfying uh, reveal of that answer yeah. there. Well, this is going to be. Uh, I'm glad I told that story because we always need stuff to cut from the pod. I'm gonna keep. I'm keeping it. <laughs> I like it. Everything. I, everything we've talked about so far, I like. Uh, sometimes I feel like my voice sounds a little raspy and not quite like good enough for the pod. But maybe I need. To what do are you m- talking about? You have a great voice. I need to do more throat screams before we record. No, you have a great voice. It I sounds like peanut butter on velvet. Ooh, I like that. The only time um, I, there's only one time I really hate your voice. Uh oh! When I say sick, no. Okay, I absolutely hate your voice when you say uh, the phrase first kiss." First. <laughs> That's when I just want to like throw something at you. Kiss. <laughs> it's when you say the whole phrase. Yeah. Say, 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 hold on a second. Just because this is like when you want to feel ick, you're like yeah. want to feel whatever. Say the phrase. I can't wait to talk about Corey and Topanga's first kiss. I cannot wait. We should do this in the next few weeks. To talk about Corey and Topanga's first kiss. <laughs> oh, it just like makes my skin crawl. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like how when I say, mmm, soggy. When I, the episode I talked about how I like to suck on Girl Scout cookies till they're soggy and then eat them. Every time <laughs> I hang out with you, you take me to new depths of ick with you. There's just what I think. We've reached the bottom or the inner, the seventh circle of hell. You, you reveal a, yeah. a new low of things I learn about you. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, you know, you just got to be truthful. You got to be an open book. No, it's okay to, <laughs> it's okay to still keep some mystery in the friendship. All right. You know what I mean? That's fair. It's kind of like my wife and I, we don't go to the bathroom with the other person in the room. Fair. And some spouses are like, what? Or I see these memes where it's like, on the first date, you know, you won't even like accidentally burp in front of them. And then you're married and you just go number two with them in the room. And I'm like, no, no, you don't. You don't do that. (laughs) You don't do that. Nadine and I are both like, it's okay to keep some mystery in the marriage. That's fine. Yep. We're not missing out on anything (laughs) by having (laughs) privacy when we go to the bathroom. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Well, um, I know Tommy agrees with me because that man doesn't undress. In yes, one hundred. A lot of mystery. In that I marriage. love Tom's commitment to to like Puritan ethics. He's <laughs> I, I love how he's he's got that Amish purity in him. He's keeping it very Amish, uh, very Amish. Um, so this episode is going to be before we get too far in it. We're just going to kind of have a discussion. Ryan and I have had a lot of thoughts pop into our head lately, so we're not going to have a big list or well, there is kind of. A couple, like, kind of a ranking that I have written down, but it's just going to be like we're chilling around the bonfire, talking about all the random things that pop into our head, and I'm very excited, and I would like to start you off with one. The other day, I'm flipping through the channels. Rocky Four is on. I had, like, 40 minutes to kill before I had to go do something. I was Rock- like, Rocky Four is the one with Ivan Drago, right? Yep. Yeah, that's right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Rocky Four for a little while, and I turn it on, like, right when they big training scene is getting ready to start you know what i like about that movie it's like five music videos just strung together with a little bit of dialogue between them you're not wrong and so i was just i was watching and i was like this is just 
the way Rocky trained was so bizarre. Like it's just, it's dumb. Bizarre. It's what is I, I dumb mean, about like punch, it was effective punching like slabs of meat so, hanging in a f- Russian freezer. <laughs> I wrote down some of the things he did. Um, so the first thing they show is he's using a giant handsaw to cut up large pieces of lumber. Okay, that sounds. I don't understand. So he's that's probably weird. getting some good hand strength and like forearm strength about, from that. How about the back? Think about when he oh, goes yeah. back. He's getting into those the. And he's going to be really real, real side. coil yeah. those punches. Pow! Yeah. Um, he's running out in what looks like Siberia. I don't know if they were in Russia for that movie. Yeah, I can't no, remember. No, they went to Soviet Union, remember? All right. And so, and he's wearing like chinos and leather shoes. While no, running. he's not. He's wearing the big furry boots. The boots with the fur. <laughs> he's like wearing a leather coat. He's got a le- it's like, like a flight jacket. It's like a leather coat yeah, with a like, furry you don't look like you're. You don't look like you're in a workout. What, whatever. Um, and he's running through like four feet of snow with yes. KGB officers tailing him. Yes. And then all of a sudden, his uh, there's a guy. He's helping a guy turn up like back on its back on its metal things a sleigh that had tipped over in the snow. So he helps him up, and then they That's cut like to squatting. He, they cut to he himself pulling a sleigh with uh, Mickey, whoever's sitting on it, or if Mickey was dead, and whoever his trainer was sitting on it. And then he's tossing giant pieces of coal at one point, like from a barn fire into like a, a wheelbarrow thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's running through an icy river at one point. Can't be great for the feet. Well, he has to lose the KGB officers. <laughs> yeah. And then, they, yes, he does lose them. He chops down a tree by hand as part of his training. He rides, up a, mountain, so he rides up a mountain and yells Drago. Yes. That's that's how that montage ends, is him on the top of the mountain going, yes. Drago! And the freaking music the whole time well, in he, the background is so He also classic. does that thing in the barn where he like hooks his feet in, and yes. then he's doing like reverse sit-ups, and it just looks like it takes the most amazing core strength to do <laughs> yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. The, Dude, and, the um, training scenes in Rocky are just out of control. My favorite montage in that movie, though, is when he tells Adrian that he's going to fight Drago, and she's basically like, you're going to get killed, because she's like the ultimate wet blanket. Mm-hmm. And then she shows up. Well, hold on. And, and he gets mad, and he leaves, and he gets in his car, and he drives, and he basically shifts like 400 times in that one montage. <laughs> it's just it's just clips of him shifting, and you're like, <laughs> is he in stop and go traffic? Or how many gears does this Lambo have? Because... <laughs> It's just shifting 24 yeah. 7. <laughs> just shifting away. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the training scenes. And then Drago's on a treadmill that they put up to like 14 incline at like 18 miles per hour. You know, I no used to human sh- on earth can do this. You know, I used to show that movie in class. Really? Yeah. I showed it at the end of our Cold War unit, and the kids would, would fill out stuff about all the Cold War symbolism. You know, because that movie is just heavy Cold oh, War yeah, symbolism. Big time. And they were, you know, writing stuff down like, well, Drago's taking steroids and cheating. The the mess the hidden message is that America does it clean and the Soviets are evil and they're cheaters and <laughs> communism's bad. You know what I mean? And the the they never say his name, but the communist leader is so clearly Mikhail Gorbachev. You know? Yes, yeah, very, very clear. Yeah. <sighs> Congrats on the win, Rocky. How about how big it, time? Remember when his trainer has that weird sexual attraction to the robot? Yes. It's <laughs> it's so weird. Rocky Force. <laughs> Got some weird moments. And you got James Brown <laughs> living in America. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is great. And also it worked out in class because you can watch the whole thing in exactly two class periods. Yeah. Like it is it is a short movie. I mm-hmm. feel like it's like a tight 80 minutes. Yeah. Which was rare back then. Very rare. Did you know that 
Brigitte Nielsen played Drago's girlfriend mm-hmm. and like Stallone like started dating her. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Drago like lit him up and actually sent him to the hospital because he punched him in the ribs? Yikes. Because because Stallone was adamant like I want the fight scenes to be real and and um what is Dr- Dolph Lundgren? Um he legit like punched Stallone yeah. in the ribs numerous times and like broke his ribs. Not good. What what how about Stallone doing it for the for the cameras? Him and Tom Cruise, just two modern day heroes doing their own stunts. Do you remember what Stallone said at the end of the movie? I'm ready for a cheesesteak. If I can change and you can change, we can change. And he like ends communism with one speech after a <laughs> boxing fight. The hero we yeah. all needed. Yeah. Rocky Balboa. Classic movie. Throw in the towel <laughs> when Apollo's dead in the ring. Yeah. How about this? Apollo dies in the ring. Rocky runs in, cradles him. Nobody comes to help him. Nope. The media just crowds around and like he has no breathing room. Like they literally get within an inch of Apollo's dead body. Yeah, and they're just taking pictures. There is no EMTs coming. Nope. And Rocky just has this look on his face. Like what it's like the most unrealistic death scene mm-hmm. I've ever seen. And then it breeds uh Creed all those years later with Michael Jordan. Just imagine like when DeMar Hamlin went down, if the media just surrounded him and took pictures and that was it. That's all they did. That, that's, I mean, honestly, that makes it's as much sense. pretty comparable, yeah. yeah. Man, what a movie. What a flick. Um, I saw something. Well, first of all, I just need to get this out of the way. I found out two days ago that Emilio Estevez. Don't tell me you didn't know that. And, and Charlie, Charlie Sheen are brothers. If I had heard it before, I have forgotten. Oh, man. Charlie Sheen's last name is Estevez. Yeah, and so that's what Martin Sheen's last name is. So I saw Rob Lowe doing an interview on Two Bears One Cave, and he went to high school with them. And like all these, their their class in high school was crazy, like fourteen super famous people. And uh, and he kept calling them Estevas. Mm-hmm. And I and Emilio I was like, Estevez. is that is that how it's supposed to be said? It just was throwing me off. But didn't know that they were brothers. Didn't know Martin Sheen was the father. Well, I knew. He was Charlie's dad, but I guess I didn't know he was Emilio's dad. This feels like a fact that everybody knew. I might have heard it once back in the day, but CTE made me forget. If you saw Emilio out in public, what would you say? Emilio! Thank you. (laughs) And I was like, Emilio! (laughs) And then I'd be like, quack, 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 Mr. Duxworth. Something like that. Thank you very much, Mr. Duxworth. (laughs) Quack, 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 Mr. Duxworth. Um, So I had to get that out. And then I see this question posed. If you could only pick three to keep forever, this is a tough one. The rest get erased from existence. You can only keep three of these movies. Wait, what did you say? The rest erased from existence? Erased from existence forever. Got it. You can only uh, pick three to keep forever. Here's your movie options. Austin Powers. Oh, boy. Ace Ventura. Tommy Boy. Half-Baked. Billy Madison. Mrs. Doubtfire. Wayne's World. Dumb and Dumber. And Night at the Roxbury. Give me the give me the sheet. Was so, the list? Well, right away, number one. I'm keeping. Why can't I do this? I, I don't know. Jeez, I'm keeping Austin Powers. Wow. Oh, I love Austin. It's Powers. a great flick. I'm keeping Tommy Boy. I can only keep three. Tom, yep, Tommy Boy's for sure in mine. Mrs. Doubtfire's gone. I could care less about that. Yeah. I mean, I, that's a stupid saying. I could not care yeah, less. Couldn't care less. Oh man, I would let Wayne's World go, but I wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah. I would let A Night at the Roxbury go, but I wouldn't be happy about it. Such a classic. I had a lot of fun watching Half-Baked growing up. Dude, it's so good. I got a text from a friend recently of an Abba Zabba bar 
<laughs> and he all he did was text me and say, you're my only friend. Do you get that quote? <laughs> yes, I do. Abba Zabba, you're my only friend. <laughs> I would let Half-Baked go. While it's got some great quotes, it's not quite as rewatchable. Yeah. Um, so really, we're coming down to Dumb and uh, Ace Ventura, I would let go, but I love that movie. It's Dumb and Dumber or Billy Madison. Oh, man, that's tough. Real tough. Billy Madison has Veronica Vaughn. It's tough. I can't wait till I go to hike school, Billy. <laughs> they both have good soundtracks. Do you have any more gum, more gum, more gum, more gum? <laughs> Do you have any more gum? I will take Billy Madison. Billy Madison. What would you take? Uh, for sure, Tommy Boy. Um, mine is Tommy Boy, Dumb and Dumber, and Billy Madison. So similar. I just took I just took yeah. Austin Powers. I like every single one of them. Austin Powers is so good. Man, it's so good. The entire scene of Austin Powers being thought out in present day is so funny. Yeah. I love when uh, he sit there and he's he goes, um, My gosh, Vanessa is beautiful. I bet she shags like a minx. <laughs> and he goes, How do I tell them that due to the unfreezing process, I have no inner monologue? <laughs> he's just talking out loud the entire time. Mike Myers is so good. <laughs> How, uh, like- Will, Will Farrell. Cameo is Mustafa. Yep. Think of all the 90s comedies that got left off that list. Liar, Liar. Happy Gilmore. Uh, Three Ninjas. I just showed my daughter Happy Gilmore recently. Yeah? She thought it was really funny. That's awesome. Stop with the Three Ninjas. <laughs> I don't want to let it die. I think my phone's listening to me because more Three Ninjas <sighs> reels have been showing up in my Instagram with Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Is it Tom Tom? Yeah. Rocky Colton Tum Tum. It's a lot of hiya. Yep. Hi-ya! <laughs> I want the first time I watch that movie to be with you. Okay. I'm all in on that. I actually think I own the DVD set. I want to lose my ninjinity with you. Deal. We'll get throwing stars to hold and like play with while we're watching. And we'll eat um what's the I think is it there's a candy that Tum Tum loves to eat all the time. I'll get gobstopper, maybe. Oh. Can we get some balsa wood and break it while we're sitting there? Yeah. For sure, do like, some like feats the kids of strength. Fourth of July parade. It's always so awkward when the fourth of the karate stromic karate float goes by and the kids can't break it. It's embarrassing. I think it's more embarrassing when they break it and you know that like that wood is just not. They're not breaking ma- maple or no, oak. <laughs> not breaking cedar wood. Uh, my favorite quote about karate. And listen, karate is a fine activity. I'm not talking down about people who do karate. Mm-hmm. But the funniest joke I've ever heard about karate is that karate is a great way to fight somebody if they also agree to use karate. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be respectful. But if they don't want to use karate, it is a terrible way to fight them. Nope. Then it's just a street fight. Uh, you got some thoughts over there? I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, share some. I have more, but I want you to do share some. Do you remember some. the movie Free Willy? Oh, <laughs> it had a real moment. We we had the VHS tape, one of the, the all time classics, in the big chunky plastic case. We same, had it. Same. I can remember almost none of the plot of that movie. Are they just rescuing it from SeaWorld and sending it out to the ocean? Yes. Doesn't that doesn't the whale jump over some rocks at one point? Yeah, and so the kids Will, underneath of it. Yeah. So I can't remember the kid's name, but he like. He would do this hand thing. He taught Willie how to do this big jump. Why did, so we name the, why did we name the whale Willie? 
<laughs> That's a great question. It's such a weird name for a whale. Yeah, at one point, uh, the people are trying, there's like evil people trying to stop it. Um, the water's on fire they, with like an oil spill at one point. And they he, probably have like slick back hair, the evil people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And suits. Oh, yeah. Big time. I'm, I can remember being... Double-breasted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can remember being terrified, though, at one point in that movie when the kid's like underwater when the water's on fire and needs to get out, and all of a sudden this whale comes out of nowhere, and he grabs onto the fin and goes, if a whale comes up to me out of nowhere underwater, hey, I'm dead. Newsflash, I watched the documentary on Netflix. That whale's going to grab him by the leg and tear his leg off and yes. probably kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those those things are not to be trifled with. No, especially not they orcas. shouldn't be in captivity. Which yep. I get. There was a free willy too. Yeah, there was, and probably a three straight to VHS. There might have been. Man, I love those movies though. I want to watch that now. I honestly, who's I hope, the kid? I hope I still Is he have a famous actor. Is it Joshua Jackson? I wish. I literally just went through my head. I almost said it's Josh what, Jackson. The casting director ought to be fired because Devin Sawa should have had that job. 100%. If Devin Sawa is the main kid in that movie, it probably wins an Oscar. Am I right about Come that? Come on, Willie. Free Willie. In his little high-pitched Devin Sawa voice. Am I right about that? It's probably an oh, Oscar. Right. It's an Oscar caliber film if Devin, Devin Sawa was printing money in the 90s. People don't want to. Listen, I know that the Hollywood elite doesn't want to say it, but I will. Mm-hmm. Devin Sawa was like the Daniel Day-Lewis of children actors in the 90s. Yeah, wrong. Yeah. Very few people could throw toilet paper like that. Do you see the tight spiral on that tight thing? Tight spiral. Kurt Warner couldn't do that at high V back in the day. No. Nope. And now he seems like a very angry, sometimes unhappy person on Twitter. Nobody's happy on Twitter. That's, That's the true. point. That's true. I'm never calling it X, by if, the way. If, if you want to meet... I saw that. It's I'm nev- X now. I'm never calling it that. X going to give it to you. I wrote an X today. No, you didn't. You wrote a tweet. Yeah. Knock it off. Uh, if we want to visit Devin, he frequents uh, Dodgers games quite often. We should go. Him and his son. He posts pictures. Him and his son there. Get him to autograph one of the pod mics since he's the patron saint. <laughs> we should. Excuse me, Mr. Sawa. Will you autograph this microphone? Here's the episodes we talk about you and give him like 72 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Free Willy. I want to watch it now. We started this as a vehicle just to talk about you, basically. Yeah. Okay, do you remember in the 90s the absolute chokehold that Jansport had on all of us <laughs> backpack-wise? Oh, yeah. If, I, you, if you didn't have Jansport, tough first day of school. <laughs> and when you look back, they were very basic backpacks. Uh-huh. One big pocket, one small pocket. That's it. Efficiency is the key to life, though. No water bottle slots, oh, no mesh uh, containers with elastic tops, no pencil slots. Nope. Jansport was like, you know what? We're going to use a minimum amount of canvas. It's going to look good. We're going to slap a big old Jansport patch on it, and it's going to be the greatest backpack you ever had. Yeah, we're going to sell millions upon millions of them. Yep, and you can put your Lisa Frank in there, your Trapper Keepers, your football pencils. Just throw them all in there. Is that still the brand nowadays? I don't even know. Do Do kids have backpacks anymore? (sighs) That's a great question. I think some kids have backpacks. Yeah. If if, if not, who knows? Uh, Boy. I did not like you mentioned the mesh, the ones that are the mesh thing with the elastic top. Hated that. If you take your backpack outside and you see your friends and all of a sudden you want to play with them, throw it down in the grass or some dirt or something, all the little twigs and leaves and sticks get stuck in your mesh. For the rest of the year, you got freaking, what do they call it, <laughs> foliage in there with you for the rest of the year? This this a big problem you had back then? I hated it. And then I'd sit there all day in study hall trying to pick foliage out of my backpack. All day? Well, and it was stuck in there for the rest of the year. <laughs> Were these cockleburrs? What, what the heck was in there? It was bad, man. They got wedged. 
I uh, I had a, a forest green Jansport. Mm. Mine was maroon and navy. Do you remember in the late 90s, early 2000s, the watches that were on a fat piece of leather around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know who was like the king of that and always pulled it off well? Shane West. Who's that? The guy from A Walk to Remember. <laughs> nobody. And I mean nobody at that time in history pulled off the wide bracelet leather watch combo. You go, you got it, you can get them at like the fossil store. Yeah. I almost bought one back in the day, but Shane West was the king of that. Yeah. It, it's not something you wear now and appear cool, but Shane West was the king of that. And I think Should when I he try was on, bringing it back? Yes. I think when he was on ER he wore one too. Yeah. Well, if something works for you, why quit on it? Just ride it to death for ten years. Make it your thing. Yeah, make it your thing. Do you like punch? I've made many things my thing. Um, it's wonderful, yes. No. Specifically out of a bowl with a ladle. Punch is so what? bad. I'm not I'm You're not, an idiot. I am tired. <laughs> I love your passion. <laughs> I'm I am, not like punch. I'm tired of pretending like it's an acceptable graduation party drink. It's What's so wrong with bad. punch? It's gross. <laughs> no, it's not. It's very gross. And oh, it's sometimes especially has, if it's got tang to it. So, oh, baby. Sometimes it has that nasty foam on the top of it, like you would see rolling in on a lake. It's on, part of the on experience. The and it's like, why is there sea foam on this punch? <laughs> it's part of the experience. I know why people serve it. Uh, why? Because they don't want to pay for like 24 packs of pop. No, uh, you're probably not wrong, but and, I, I love punch. And they're they're well aware that like, there's going to be a whole bowl of this left by the end of the day. And like, we can say we offer drinks, but we don't actually have to pay for very much. Mm-hmm. What makes me mad is I'm like, I know you put Sprite or 7-Up in that. Can I just have the Sprite or 7-Up? I helped make some recently at an event at church, and it was cran, uh, cran apple juice mixed with 7-Up. Uh, it was delicious. Just drink 7-Up. It's 10 times better. Ooh, but you got to have this fruity flavor in there and then the bubbly, the bubbly uh, carbonation. Ooh, yeah. You want to know what what takes punch from like a zero to like a negative twenty is when you, they throw like the sherbet and sherbet or whatever. Oh, throw some ice cream in it. That's the that's like this is. I just, think that's what gives the, the frothy. You somehow made it worse. Like, I like I like ice cream you punch. Took a disgusting beverage and lowered it again. <laughs> it's almost I, like you're eating a float. I, I respect the game that you <laughs> that you've doubled down to make it worse. <laughs> I love punch. No, I hate it. Man. When I go to a party and there's punch, I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> there should be laws against this. You go to a grad <laughs> party and they just have coolers of canned pop and you're like, these people know how to party. Yeah. Like these people throw a great party. I just thought of a compromise. You get off-brand pop for the people that don't want to buy regular brand pop and want to save money on punch. Buy off-brand pop like Hillbilly Holler and uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder. Country Doctor. Um, Casey's brand, Dr. Pepper, is called Dr. Flavor. <laughs> you could buy that. Get some of that and just Schweppes. Ginger ale, maybe. Get some of that in there. <laughs> Schweppes. Yeah. Um, I would rather have bottled water than punch. Huh. Sometimes if I'm going to a get-together... Where I'm not sure their beverage game is strong, I'll tell my wife, like, I want to stop at a gas station and get something before we go. And she's like, they're going to have drinks there. And I go, no, they're not. They're going to have 
water, coffee, and lemonade. That's what they're going to have. The and Holy Trinity. That's not a party beverage. I love all three. Again, that is somewhere between. And I, I, listen, I'm not trying to shame anybody socioeconomically. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm coming off very pretentious, very, you need to spend lots of money for me on your beverages. No, it's fine. I'll stop and get a beverage on the way. I'm just not going to be satisfied. I went to a party in Grand Rapids. Uh, it was a doctor's child grad party. This guy is a doctor. They have a lake house. They served coffee, water, and lemonade. And I was like, you dropped 48 cents on a packet of country time. <laughs> My guy, you own a lake house and your family goes skiing so for vacation. So you don't vacations. like lemonade? Lemonade's fine. You can't throw a whole party off lemonade. Mm, I love coffee and lemonade so much. You already have a giant cooker of like pulled pork. My guy, buy a 24 pack of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> like, I know you can afford this. Again, you go skiing on vacation and you yeah. live on a lake. You're a doctor. Get maybe some that, pop Maybe that's there. why you can't afford the DP. No. <laughs> the budget ain't going to break with Man, some pop. I get so excited when I go to get togethers and see coffee. It just freaking puts a pep in my step. I love coffee so much. Take it or leave it. Don't care. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I I might have the reason why you feel this way about punch. Because in the gross. back of your mind, mm-hmm. you're subconsciously remembering when the girl had to put her foot in the punch bowl at Toolman Tim Taylor's house when he overwaxed the dance floor. When, the, when Brad's the, girlfriend Ashley sprained yeah, her ankle? when he overwaxed the dance floor. <sighs> that was a harrowing episode. So maybe in the back of your mind, without even knowing it, punch bad is on your mind. I think it was the taste. Yeah. I think it's the taste. I think because it tastes awful, that's why I don't like it. I don't think it's one episode of Home Improvement. <laughs> Because it tastes awful. Uh, well, more punch for me. The next time you and I are at a get-together and there's punch, you're going to be drinking it. And we're going to lock eyes from across the room. And I'm just going to shake my head back and forth. No, like, nope. And I'm going to be like, pointing. I got punch. Yeah. And then you're going to embarrass me. And the host is going to be like, what's Adam doing? And he's going to go, Ryan hates your punch. And I'm going <laughs> to feel like an idiot. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the Netflix show... What was it called? It was about it was a documentary about the people that robbed all the celebrities back in the day. Those teens, they robbed uh, Kim Kardashian, oh, Paris Hilton. Weren't they taking their jewelry? Yeah, taking jewelry and designer clothes. Did so they all get caught? They did. But I need you to tell me if I'm a bad person or not, because I'm watching. I this, don't need this story to answer that question. <laughs> I'm watching this Netflix burglary show about it, and is it bad that? I get upset with criminals when I watch like true crime docs and stuff and like the very, very poor decision making they made that led to them getting caught when they could have easily gotten away with it. I get annoyed. I, I, I don't like that they're bad people, but I get annoyed by stupidity. And I was sitting there watching like if you would just would have done this, this and this. Well, these aren't smart common people. sense thing. You wouldn't have gotten caught. But then I'm like, but they're thieves. I should be happy they got caught. Right. And like. <laughs> But it annoys me that they got caught because they were dumb. Robbing Kim Kardashian, these are the last functioning brain cells that come up with this idea. Like, (laughs) why would you rob arguably one of the most famous people on earth? Yeah. Who probably, first off, she's on a reality show. There's probably cameras everywhere. Yeah. And you're just not going to get away with it. You want to hear how they got caught? You're not D.B. Cooper. All right. (laughs) You're not getting away with it. Yeah. 
So these girls, so it's this one guy who kind of led this thing, him and another uh, girl that he was friends with in high school. And then they invite these other two girls to do a couple of them with them. Well, these other two girls are obsessed with becoming famous. Mm -hmm. And so they somehow finagle their way into meeting a few people and getting uh, like a three-episode run of a reality show to get made. They wear some of the stolen clothing for filming of the reality show. And then they start, Dumb. and then they start trying to sell all this clothing on like Facebook and eBay when people are clearly going to be looking for the stuff. And I was, just, they were just making so many really dumb decisions. Just blew my mind. That is incredibly stupid. But whatever, you're stupid for doing it in the first place, so you're probably not thinking smart afterwards when you get it all either. But boy, they stole a lot of stuff. Stupid is as stupid does. Yeah. So. I don't know. I probably would have been mad that they got away with it if they were smart. So I guess I'm glad they got caught. But I found myself being annoyed with their stupidity. There's too many chocolate chips and cookies. We need less. What? Yep. How's that possible? The best part of the cookie is is the dough part, not the chocolate part. You need... I don't know if I agree with this. At, at best, you need like three to four chocolate chips per cookie. And a whole chocolate chip cookie? <laughs> yeah. What? The chocolate needs to be like a little treat. Oh, man. It's Honestly, called a chocolate chip cookie. I didn't say take them out entirely. Let's, although, ha- let's have at least 12 in there. Although I would I would eat a cookie with no chocolate chips if it was chocolate chip cookie dough. Ooh. Just take the chips out. Interesting. The dough is so good. It's the brown sugar. Yeah, but I do love the chocolate part as well. I know, but I want I want to get mostly cookie in every bite and then just a little bit of chocolate. Yeah. I was eating a chocolate chip cookie the other day, and I was like, the chocolate to dough ratio is way off. The vibes are off on this cookie right now. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Um, I I don't know why I said it that way. Like, I was going to do some breaking news thing. I know. I was like, I'm not. Are you going to bear your soul here? Uh, What I was going to say was, I think that we are, there's Midwest people that are absolute dynamos that make cookies and stuff, but I feel like we're a little, uh, I feel like we're a little um, great use of the word dynamo. <laughs> by the way, hey Becky, you're a real dynamo in the kitchen. <laughs> I feel like we're we get the shaft a little here because I see Dave Portnoy when he's doing these pizza reviews, places that have chocolate chip cookies. He started doing chocolate chip cookie reviews, and what some of these cookies look like are like mind blowingly amazing. And it, I don't know the way they make them; it just seems different than us. And I wish that we had those cookies here. My favorite chop- chocolate chip cookies are my mommy's because yeah. my mom would make them at our house and she always took brown paper sacks and cut them into big rectangles and then she'd lay them out on the counter Oh yeah! and then she'd put the cookies at to cool on the sacks and then underneath, when they're gooey. underneath each cookie was a little like, like little grease mark. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And like, and then you lick the grease mark. No. Oh no. What? Uh, <laughs> That's where we were going. No. Um, but like when you go to pull the cookie off and you go to eat it, there's a little dark circle underneath of it. Right. Yeah. And my mom's chocolate chip cookies have, I don't know. There's something about the dough and there's probably my grandma's recipe. I like a little bit of crunch in my cookie. Like if you bring, listen, man, I don't get intense on this podcast very often. Oh boy. (laughs) If you bring chips, ahoy, like soft batch into my house. I will throw you out so fast <laughs> and I will punt those cookies across the street. <laughs> I the only time a chocolate chip cookie should be soft is right out of the oven. And then it needs to firm up. 
If, yep. it, if you're going to eat a rube temp, it's got to be firm. And I need it when it goes into the milk to kind of resist the milk liquidiness. And then when I bite it with the milk on it, it's got a little bit of crunch to it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're getting me fired up right now. Okay, good. I'm glad that we're yeah. seeing eye to eye on this. I like a little crisp with a little chewiness. Because if oh. you if you would have disagreed with me, Adam, I might have come across the table and punched you in the eye. <laughs> Dude. Dude. I just thought of something. All right, but save it. What? No, we're talking about cookies. I'm going to say it. Okay. Um, Dude. Went to a place called Barntown Brewing when I was in Des Moines last weekend. They have skillet cookies you can get for dessert. It literally comes out, and it was a piping hot skillet with like just a beautiful, warm cookie in it. And then it had my um, vanilla ice cream and chocolate syrup over top. That's too much sugar. One of the greatest things I've ever eaten in my life. I, I'm happy for you, but that's too much but sugar the cookie, for me. The ice cream and chocolate syrup was whatever. It's just ice cream and chocolate syrup. But this cookie was almost like a cake cookie oh i hate those by the way like but it had crispy outside from the skillet and if then you're gonna make chewy a, insides a chocolate chip cookie cake oh like, i don't like the cookie cake but like you get them from like dairy queen or hy-vee yeah. and, and they put the frosting on a happy birthday disgusting mm-hmm. terrible mm-hmm. also don't make me chocolate chip cookie bars you know what i mean <laughs> in the pyrex pan just make chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm I don't want a barb. You know why? Because they're not crispy. They're mostly chewy. Yeah. And they put way too many chocolate chips in there. <laughs> like, just just make chocolate chip cookies. Dude, Stop I, trying to make chocolate chip and other forms happen. I want to eat a chocolate chip cookie right now so bad. I know. The perfect way I want it. I want 47 of them right I now. I want a Lady in the Tramp one with you. Wait, oh, what? No. I would do it. Well, huh? I would do it, and we could put it out as a short for oh. the whole world to see. <laughs> Man, that crispy outer edge, and then it's a little che- like soft in the middle. Oh yeah. my gosh! Um, one of my favorite things I remember growing up. Still, one of my favorite things when my mom's making cookies when I'm at the farm is when shout out Mary, a oh, total dynamo in the kitchen, dynamo. <laughs> and those cookies are sitting on the rack, cooling off, and you grab one when it's been out for a few minutes and still warm and kind of gooey, crispy outside, and almost darker darker brown color yes. on the bottom yep 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 oh my goodness tall, <laughs> get a tall boy glass mm. of milk oh my gosh wait you don't like milk no i don't do cookies and milk <laughs> nope this is why your food takes can't you know be what trusted. i do you know what i do dip a cookie in though <laughs> no wait, wait don't tell me i'm gonna guess mm-hmm. don't i think coffee is gonna be one of your answers a cookie and coffee guy hot coffee is that what you're gonna say cookie and hot black coffee i thought you were gonna say either coffee or beef stew <laughs> Hot black coffee. Dinty more but now beef I want stew. To, but now I want to try some beef stew. Dinty more. Dinty more, yes. Okay. You seem like a dinty more boy. Uh, I'm I can a, tell. I'm a you Adam get, boy. You've got that look in your eye. Stew. You get that look in your eye. You're a dinty more boy. Mm-hmm. When I was younger. Now I just make my own. <laughs> Do you ever get annoyed when you're looking at social media and... All the time. Yes. <laughs> I knew you were going to come <laughs> up and say that. Um the camera is mounted in the corner of a car, like up by the windshield. And the guy looks at the camera. He's like, okay, I'm totally going to prank her. And the girl gets in and it is the most rehearsed staged video. And you're like, if I got into a car and my wife's phone was mounted in the corner right away, I'd be like, why are you recording this? What's happening? What are you doing? What's up? There's some sort of something's going to happen to me right now. <laughs> like, or, or even worse, it's mounted and the like between the both of them on the front, like right dead yeah. center of the windshield, and Very you're like, obvious. 
this is this is staged. Your girlfriend or your boyfriend knows they're on camera right now. Yeah. So like, why would you not think they were about to do something? Because they're going to get clicks. I know that part. That just drives me nuts. Yeah, clicks. It's all about the clicks. What do you think of people who have double letters in their name, like A A Ron? Yeah, or like Lloyd, or, or Greg with two G's. I don't understand it because <laughs> when you're looking at the name Lloyd. The first L is doing all the heavy lifting. The second one's not doing anything. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's just there. Sometimes Lloyd is a last name, only has one also. It's weird. Greg, G R E G G. Like, Greg, what's up, buddy? If we were charging by the letter, you would not have that second G. Greg. I just maybe don't, under, I don't understand it. One's the it. different, the J, and one's the G. Greg. That's not how you pronounce that name. Greg. What what is wrong with you right now? <laughs> I don't know. Did someone hit you in the head with a tack hammer? <laughs> uh, but I you know what I'm saying? So. The double letters. Yeah. Um I I mean in in the Bible Aaron has two A's, but I'm like what's the point of the second one? It's not doing anything. Yeah. What else is there now? Hannah, two N's. Yeah, my daughter Kennedy has two N's, but two N's. I spelled Kennedy. it with I spelled it with two N's because that's the way everybody knows well, yeah, that name the way is it's spelled. Been since at least seventeen forty two. Well, I didn't want my daughter her whole life to be like, it's Kennedy. No, not like the president. One N. Her whole life she can just go. Oh. It's Kennedy, like the president. Yeah. It's easy. If you did one N, she would for sure be correcting people for the rest of time. Or like Georgia, our daughter, it's spelled just like the state. You know what you should have done? What's that? Hammer Georgia, but spelled it like Jorge, like Jorge Posada. If you so want to make life, your child be, pissed, for her sure. Her whole life, people would be like, oh, Jorge? No, it's Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, I just, whenever I see double letter names like Greg or Lloyd, I'm like, I don't I don't know what the second one's doing. There's a, probably a will and a way. There's a purpose. Uh, let's ask Jesus someday. I have more important things to ask him. All right. We'll get to the double letters at some point. Number one on my you list to ask be- him is like, what was the deal with Adam? You think? <laughs> why Why was he the way that he was? <laughs> He's probably going to be like, well, sit down, son. Let's talk for the next week. You think he'll do a pod with us up there someday? Adam, I don't think there's going to be any podcasts in heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be worried about your downloads? No, I think it's going to be so perfect. I'm not going to care at all about podcasting. I tried the cold shower thing the other day. What? Did you like it? It was awful. But how'd you feel afterwards? Terrible. No, you didn't. You felt great. So, Your telomeres so, were so long. <laughs> don't even know what a telomere is, and neither do you. <laughs> neither does Tom. Um, no, I was. I did a hot shower. Okay. And then I flipped it to cold at the end. For like 45, 30 a minute? No, I made it about... Six seconds. <laughs> I literally stood under the. I stood under the water. I flipped it all the way to cold, and then I just clenched my teeth and sat there. And I was literally all of a sudden it starts getting really cold. Right, you didn't do it long enough. And I sit there and I, I'm literally going like this, going. <laughs> and I said, I can't do it. And I just flipped it off after like six seconds. I was like, <sighs> that was a horrible experience. If you could have made like a minute, it would have changed your whole day. Well, I showered at night. Oh, dang. You would have slept good. I slept great after a warm shower. I just... The first minute... It's kind of like a cold lake or pool when you jump in. You get you get used to it eventually. I would much rather jump into a cold tub and submerge myself. That's easier. A cold shower is like... 
it's like torture. Yeah, cold. The shower is by far the hardest method because when you completely submerge yourself in like a pool or a tub or something, um, you don't. It's you don't have it like sprinkling down on you. Mm-hmm. When it's sprinkling down on you, it's it's and a lot it's not harder. hitting you equally. No. So like, and as as it, so we both know that like that first hit of cold water, it's a shock, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're in a shower, it's like my arm gets shocked and then it doesn't get hit. And oh, it got hit again, shocked again. Oh, then it missed for a couple seconds. Oh, hit again. There's yeah. that shock. Like, I, I'm not missing anything. Like, <laughs> I need you to stick with the co- with the hot showers. I've been wanting to buy a, a tub and keep it at the farm and just, start doing cold. Just put it the in farm. the living room. Well, I guess I could. Don't want it to fall through in the neighbors below me. But. There's the thought. How bad are the floors? I guess I could it- just set it outside and just go outside and do it quick and then skedaddle back up in here. I don't think you should go outside to bathe. <laughs> I live less than a block from you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I don't think that I could have handled wrestling The Undertaker if I was a professional wrestler because even though, I know, it, because even though I know it's fake and even though I know he wasn't going to actually kill me, being all dark, he he creeped me out, man. What about his American BA phase when he's like that? I could have keep handled rolling, rolling, rolling. But when he was the the Undertaker the in the prime man. Undertaker, when the dead man was walking, like, and the ring would get dark, I would even with even if we're like those guys he wrestled were like his buddies on yeah, the road together. But Adam, I would have been so freaked out to have his eyes rolled back and him looking at me in the dark. I get creeped out by that stuff. I don't think I could have done it, dude. Wrestling's fake. Did you know that? I did know that. I found out yeah, the other day. It's a performance. But even though... You don't see his face when he does it, because he rolls his eyes back after a tombstone pile drives you, and he's pinning you. If all the lights magic just instantly went off in this apartment, and all of a sudden you started trying to wrestle me, I'd freak out. Who would you rather wrestle, Undertaker or Kane? Yeah. I just got goosebumps. Probably Undertaker. Kane was creepier. Do you think Goose call them people bumps? <laughs> Do you think what, that's what geese call them? I just got human bumps. Ugh. People bumps. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, don't know, man. I think Kane had the mask creepier. All you could see is his eyes. Plus, plus he had the one albino eye because he put that contact in. Yeah. Yuck. So, Kane's one of my favorites. Awesome. That's the all-time great storyline, bringing in Undertaker's brother. That he left for dead in a fire. Mm-hmm. Great story. Unbelievable storyline. But, geez, Louise, I don't think I could have handled it. Even if I'm his buddy and we've been friends for 10 years, I think I would have got creeped out when the I lights I still remember out. the match where they, they had fire all around the ring. And Amazing. I think it was like Undertaker or Kane's leg like landed on it. That was the one way someone was going to get burned. Yep. There was also some match where if Kane lost, they were going to tear his mask off. And they did. And he hit his face and ran out of there. Yep. I do remember that. And have, now he's a politician. He is. In Tennessee, I think. Mm-hmm. How have you seen all these deodorant conspiracy theories? <laughs> what? It's so weird. It's like for real? It's it's one of the dumbest things that people have latched onto recently. I've seen so many Instagram reels and ads where it's like, you know they put aluminum in this deodorant and you need to use this all natural deodorant because they're making you unhealthy. And it's like yeah, dumb. What a weird product. To like go all in on with like conspiracy theories about aluminum and being poisoned in your deodorant. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I've been rolling with Old Spice for a long time, mm-hmm. and they're always going to have my business. Always, it's I'm good. an Old Spice guy as well. Yeah, the old tried and true, the old rough and ready. Yeah, I've heard people say like the the other stuff like is oh man, you you're going to get cancer if you don't. I just everything 
everybody's got a way that something's going to give you cancer nowadays. And everybody's trying to live off the grid and be like, this is an all natural squatch deodorant that is made from pine needles and maple syrup. And it's like, cool. You can put that under your armpits. I'm rolling with pure sport, Mm -hmm. old spice, blue gel. Squatch soap is insanely expensive. The fact that people spend like $12 on a bar of soap. I think it was Jim Gaffigan who said, did you guys know that organic is a grocery word that means twice as expensive? <laughs> like, I get it, man. It's all natural, made by some chick with dreadlocks Yep, in Colorado. But like, I'm not using deodorant that has little nuts and seeds in it. I'm not doing nope. it. You know what I spend on soap a year? Probably like $30 the whole year. I buy eight packs of Irish Spring. And it's just, it's great. It's like three bucks a pack. You cannot go wrong with Irish. Oh, three spring. and a half, four bucks a pack. I just noticed recently that like a lot of ads trying to like warn you about big deodorant. <laughs> Watch out for big deodorant and what they're trying to do to your body. Yeah. It's weird. Yep. It's really weird. Dumb. I don't like it. Dumb. Had some of your sweet corn tonight that you gave us. It was a lot better Where did like you get four it? or five days ago. Out of our, our field. Oh, you didn't like buy it on the side no, of the road. I picked it out okay. of our field, out of our patch. It was great, like pristine up until about Sunday, but I was gone Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, basically, like the entire day all day. So I couldn't get it to people when it was like top notch. I wasn't super hungry, so I just had one ear, but I put a lot of butter and salt on it. Let me tell you, man, corn on the cob is not great with a beard. It's not a good beard Ooh, food. Oh, yeah. It's all over you. I took a shower after I ate. It's all over you. Yeah. And there's no way to eat it and not get butter and salt and mm-hmm. stuff in your beard. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it. Yeah, I, uh, whew, I've i been eating a lot of it lately. I had eight. eight today. Eight? For lunch. How do you eat eight ears of corn? I had eight ears along with some leftover Mexican food. I, I don't even want to know what your bathroom visits were like after that. Corn have, basically might, might doesn't... brewing as we speak. Corn doesn't break down in your body, basically. No, it does not. It comes out looking exactly the same as it went in. When you eat that much corn and butter and salt, it, like... Just makes your insides like a car wash. I think my sister in law said that corn basically shouldn't even count as a vegetable because it's basically just sugar. Yeah, like <laughs> it's gonna make it's gonna make my bowel movements interesting. And it's gonna be <laughs> quite a crime scene in there. I'm scared. <clears throat> I just love it so much, though. Oh my god! No, it tastes amazing, but I couldn't eat eight years of it. No yeah. shot. Yeah, it's no problem for me. Just keep going. You butter salt guy? Oh yeah. Some people put pepper on it. Nah, not me. Just butter and salt, and then just I let it. So this is what I do. I pull it out of the steaming hot pot three at a time on the plate, and I put a piece of butter between each one. So I got two big dollops of butter. I let it sit and cool for about 10 minutes, sensitive mouth, and then all the butter just melts, and then I just roll it through that pool of butter, salt, and then just don't take a breath until an entire row's done. <laughs> do, you, do you put it in the long way and then just... <laughs> Pull, pull out. out, pull out a blank cob <laughs> like a, like or an a empty cob. <laughs> yeah, do you just put it straight in the long? You just open your gullet. And, no, I do not. Or do you do do you typewriter it like? Ding. I just I just go from one end to the other until it's all done. Turn it and then go back. I don't think anybody cleaned an ear of cob like my ear of corn like my dad. Yeah. Oh my god. Then when you get it off, you get to like suck the juices. There wasn't a kernel left on it. Yeah, you got to go after them all. You have to. Yeah, my dad cleaned his cobs. Man, I would have loved to eat sweet corn with him. Oh, it was great. We would have had the best time. I, I grew up having those little um, little sweet corn prongers. Oh, the holders, the yeah. holders when I was a kid. Put those in yeah, there. so you don't burn your fingers. Now I just dive right in. We, yep. don't, we don't use them. 
Yeah. My That's, little man and I had a couple of years, though. He had more than one. Fires me up. Yeah. He got after it tonight. So good. And he had a banana. It was a lot of yellow at his dinner, dinner tonight. Well, nice counterbalance with the potassium and stuff of the banana and the little carbs there. He should be good. Um, I went to a town festival in Minnesota once, and their big thing was like grilled corn on the cob. And I've it, it, it was one of those like, like it. it was like grilled, and then they like dunk it in a tub of butter, hand it to you on a stick. That actually sounds kind of legit. Yeah, it was good. It was like fair food <laughs> stuff. <laughs> that does sound legit. Mm. I also saw a thing recently online. Again, it's probably a real. Um, how to cook corn on the cob so like you don't have any of the little corn hairs. Oh yeah, you mic. I think you microwave it and then you just pull it out and then it's just completely spotless. Yeah, because that's one of my big pains is like you're eating a nice ear of corn and like there's one of those hairs like stuck in between kernels and now it's in your mouth. I hate that part of mm-hmm. it. And they're a pain to clean. Yeah, Although I, I do have good memory sitting in lawn chairs in the garage with a paper sack full of co- corn on the cob and just cleaning it with my mom. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I miss the sweet corn. We had my my mom's so many people would come. My dad's mom would come. My mom's mom, great aunts and uncles, all my cousins. We had a huge sweet corn cleaning day. Just loaded up containers full of corn. Do people out. outside the Midwest eat sweet corn? Like, do Californians or New Yorkers know about sweet corn? Don't know about New York. California does, but they eat it like Mexican Mexican corn style. Like put like may- street corn. They put like mayonnaise and Parmesan cheese on it. On sweet corn. Yeah. Or field corn. Sweet corn. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I need to take you to Valentina's meat market sometime, or the Mexican market. They do the corn in a cup. This was my favorite thing that I ate at the fair last year. It's a cup full of corn, and they put tahine, mayo, like sour cream, and then it's just, it's unbelievable. Mm. A little cup of corn. It's so freaking. Do you have any corn salsa right now? I don't know if I do. I don't think so. Mm. I do at the farm, but not here. When are we going to pot at the farm? My apologies. Oh, name the time and we'll do it. We'll pot out there. I like in the winter if if I can't get sweet corn, you just get a little bag of steamed sweet corn. Just throw a pat of butter in there, mm-hmm. some salt, just eat it with a spoon. I mean, if you're really craving some homemade sweet corn, I'll pull some out of my freezer for you in the winter. Oh, you, you can freeze sweet corn and then eat it oh, in the yeah. winter? We freeze like 75 quarts of it. Oh, like you shave it off the cob? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then we have a mix. It's like sugar and you water. Just throwing full ears with no, the leaves and everything. It's like on sugar, it. water, salt. Mix it all together, and it helps preserve it. Put it in. I got containers full of it in my freezer. How do we develop sweet corn? That's a great question. Because it's in Navajo Indians. Is it like genetically different than regular corn? Yes, very much. Because like the early maize that that we saw it had like (laughs) it had like some it was like maroon and it was like all different colors Uh yeah but you first time someone ate sweet corn they're probably like dang this is good yeah i have no idea how it came to be but i'm thankful Mm -hmm. that's for sure that's your research project all right i'm gonna google that i want you to make a trifold display board deal about it (laughs) um so I saw a video montage the other day that someone made about celebrity wood brags. Wood brags? Yeah. So it was a montage of like 40 or 50 different celebrities, like probably like all You watched cribs. a 40 to 50 celebrity montage no, about the, wood? The, the, the video was like four and a half minutes. That is still an incredibly long time to yeah, commit to and that. It's, it's, because after the first five celebrities, you're like, I get the gist of what the rest of this video is going to be. I had to watch the whole thing to completion. And they're all like, oh, I got this from... This is wood from a shipwreck over Italy, and 
blah, blah, blah. And this is wood from this and that that's 300 years old. And they're all bragging about their. It's just so pretentious. But it got me thinking. What's the Mount Rushmore of wood? <laughs> oh, I like where this is going. Okay. Northern white ash is up there because that's what okay, baseball well, okay, bats sorry. are made out of. I get. Okay. That's great. I guess I was going towards like wood, like items or objects. Just. But we could. So we could say a baseball bat, a wooden baseball bat. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. What baseball bat is like, low key goaded wood. Yeah, we could do types of wood and items. I had the cross as my all time number one. That That's Jesus like died a for code. our sins on. That's like a cheat code. That's like saying, <laughs> name your all time funniest person. You're like God, because <laughs> his sense of humor would be better than everybody's. Yeah, he made okay. emus. He's so, obviously funny. So we take that out. Uh, the Mayflower is that up there? Uh, is that important? It's okay. Noah's Ark. It's okay. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's two by four. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan's two by four is up there. Yeah. Baseball bats are up there. Um, the piece of wood with barbed wire around it that Cactus Jack brought oh, to the ring. Classic. I'm not saying that's in there. I think it's in the discussion. Yeah. Um, what about that big piece of wood that The Rock used in uh, that movie where he becomes the sheriff of the town? I don't really enjoy The Rock's movies. The I can't remember what that's yeah, called. It's something like that. I enjoy his wrestling. I don't enjoy his movies. That's fair. Let, okay, let me think for a second here. What other wood items would be elite? King Arthur's round table. <coughs> Wait. Huge sneeze. <sighs> Ooh, gesundheit. Ooh, didn't hold that one in there. Hey, Ryan. Line. Bless yeah. you. Thank you. Oh, geez. Stop <laughs> it. Okay, I'm going to say King Arthur's round table. That's a good one. Do you one. know who made King Arthur's round table? Franklin Roosevelt? No, it was um, Circumference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I got it. I got it. Okay. Mount Rushmore of wood, George Washington's teeth. Oh, that's a great one. That is up there. That's got to be wow. on there. How did I think? <gasps> what about Spurs leg from Man from Snowy River? <laughs> His wooden leg. I don't leg. even know what that is. Oh, Spurs wooden leg. That is great. How did I just? How did that just come into my head? That's wild. I would be specific with the bats. I'll say Roy Hobbs' bat, Wonder Boy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we're gonna go Wonder Boy, George Washington's teeth. Yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's two by four. And I think I think the cross and the cross, the cross. Right. Honorable mentions. I mean, King the, Arthur's the cross is what helped wipe out all of mankind's sin. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be on the Mount yeah. Rushmore. King Arthur's table on the mention. wood didn't itself did not expunge our sin, but it it was heavily involved in the in the act. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then uh, and then the table, George Washington's teeth and Spurs leg from Man from Snow. No, no, no. Washington's teeth are on there. Oh, okay. The the Spurs. No, no. What did you say? Spurs leg. His leg and King Arthur's table are like honorable mentions. Okay. Because it's Roy Hobbs. Jim Duggan's two by four, the cross, and George Washington's teeth. Okay, Those are go. the the goaded woods. Perfect. Love it. I, I mean, I think that's a great list. Great list. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to be fruitful ground for conversation, <laughs> but I actually got really excited about it. It was. Do we need to take like five seconds and make sure we're not forgetting any other elite wood? What about like Eddie Van Halen's guitar? He had a wooden. Oh, yeah. Guitars All- are made out of wood. <laughs> guitars are made out of wood. That's so stupid. Or do we go with George Strait's guitar? Man, Amarillo what about Garth Brooks' guitar that he would break? That he would break. 
Well, if Up we're talking from about San Antonio, <laughs> if we're talking about breaking guitars, it's Jeff Jarrett, Double J. Oh wow, he broke that's a guitar a over like May May Old's head. Yeah, that's he a good hit one. an old woman with a guitar. What about the coffins that Undertaker would come out of ringside? That's a good one. I like our Mount Rushmore. I think our Mount Rushmore is solid. I think you should put that out on Facebook of I will. like our Mount Rushmore of wood. <laughs> Oh, that's funny yeah, stuff. That's what. Yep, we're going with that four. I love that. That's yeah. a great one. Um, all right. Well, before we hit a '90s quick hitter, uh, I wanted to mention a few of the best things I ate this week. Some we've talked about. Do you have anything that stood out that I ate? Yeah, besides sweet corn. Um, yeah, I had some pad thai from Lakeshore Pho. Ooh. Um, I'm excited to go to Ying's with you and Bucky tomorrow. Can't wait. It's gonna be amazing. I'm willing to give Ying's another try. And it's not that Ying's food is bad. It's just that I don't know if I'm manly enough to eat there because it's too spicy for me. Just get pad thai zero. I think that's what I got last time. And it was still like a five alarm fire in my I'll mouth. Them, I'll tell them it's this better be zero or you lose my business. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be a little kid sitting there when you're like ordering for me. And I'm like, I'll have... I'll have a Sprite and not <laughs> spicy pad thai. Do you have chicken nuggets? Um, uh. I, was, I, I I had, yeah. Oh, Ponchero's burrito you brought me. Yeah. Clutch. Mm. That was mm. so good. Yeah, I had Ponchero's on my list. Just phenomenal. I ate it for breakfast two elite. mornings ago. Elite. So elite. Yesterday morning, actually, breakfast. Um, I was at the farmer's market in Des Moines. I don't want you to be mad at me, but I had, I even thought about it for a long time. The best egg roll I've ever had. The best egg roll you've ever had? Dude, it had mint in it. And I love mint. Mint is like what goes in spring rolls, which are like spring rolls are like the ones that have like the clear wrapping. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. How is that clear wrapping edible? Is it just wax paper? What is it? I don't know, but I like it. Where is clear wrapping found in nature? (laughs) Asian grocery stores. That's not nature. <laughs> I just don't know what they're making it out of. But the they the noodles they put or the little noodle things they put inside this egg roll and the mint, holy cow, they were good and amazing crab rangoon from the same shop. They also had orange chicken on a stick, which was delicious. Um, I uh, I enjoy breakfast egg rolls. Oh yeah. Hey, you have Netflix? Yeah. There's a show I've been watching on Netflix called Asian Street Food. What? And they go to like they go to different Asian countries like Indonesia, Vietnam, oh my gosh. Taiwan, uh, you know, all those places. It sounds Thailand. amazing. And each episode they really focus on like one street food vendor. You would really enjoy this. This sounds amazing. Yeah, you need to watch it. It's right. super good. I'm doing that. Um also at the farmers market, my mind was blown. There was a guy there making mushroom coffee. Mushroom like was like, the ground. Like tripping so out on up. mushrooms? No, it wasn't that kind. But I bought me a cup of mushroom coffee, and it was phenomenal. Mm, it was so good. The flavor was just pure. It was just smooth. Loved it. Um, sweet corn, obviously. Sweet corn season. One of the best things. Probably the best thing I've ate this week. And then there's a place called Curban Cuisine in Des Moines. One of their things they're known for is a Thai peanut sauce. Oh, you had me right there. I love it. Yeah, it's Thai peanut sauce and a raspberry jam that they put over crispy french fries and sprinkle cilantro on top. Oh, so it's like a spicy Asian PBJ. Oh, it's amazing. That sounds really good. Dude, 
It's amazing. If you say the words Thai peanut around me, I will just lose control of my whole body. Oh, I'll show you a picture of this. There's certain words that trigger my 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 happiness. Thai peanut, uh, Southwest Chipotle, mm. sweet and sour, yeah. sweet chili. Yep. Like those Brilliant. words put together, I just can't help myself. They get the flavor jets going in your mouth. Yeah. Yep. All right. 90s, that was that was the, some of the best stuff I ate. All right, 90s quicker, then we'll leave because people are probably like, all right, this has been a good bonfire, but I'm ready for bed. Yep. 90s quicker. I want to talk about a famous man. I want you to guess who this famous man is from they the 90s. They took my horse in Houston. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm supposed to guess the 90s famous yeah, person? Guess oh, who this I enjoy is. this. I like this. Okay, and you're going to go up here, and you're just going to do these oh, nice it's Bob Ross. strokes right here. It's Bob like, Ross. Yeah, I thought of Bob Ross the other day, and I just I had to write him down R. for I. the P. 90s quick hitter. I Gun would down spend, in his prime. <laughs> man, R.I.P. Bob. I would spend hours at my grandma's when my dad was out on the farm. I'd go in, and me and grandma would make homemade pizzas or homemade mac and cheese, and I would r- watch Bob Ross at her house. Have the time of my life. Yep. I used to watch Bob Ross at my grandma's farm, Gosh, too. I miss it. Because she had like three three or four channels. Mm-hmm. And yep. the other ones were terrible. Yep. And like, Especially midday. Yeah. Oh, midday TV. So bad. I'm yep. like, I'm not watching Sally, Jesse, Raphael. <laughs> um, and I don't know. What a ball. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I loved Bob Ross. There was just something sort of captivating about the man. Yeah. And he just was so calm. Mm-hmm. He kept you very calm, and he just seemed like a happy guy. He didn't have any time to hate anybody. He, and he the, really, sound, the sound of his, the sound of that yeah. was incredible. They, it's like they had the boom mic, like an inch from yeah, the canvas. That was that might be the original ASMR. Oh, I think so. I think I'm going to lay in bed tonight and watch Bob Ross videos and fall asleep to him. Yes. That's not, I just love the man. It almost like made me emotional when I was thinking about it. Like those core memories of hanging out with my grandma, eating all of her amazing. Is your grandma still food. with us? No, that's too bad. No, eating homemade food with her and we're just chilling and watching Bob Ross. And then like later that night, I'd go to my baseball game and she always came and sat in her car in left field, watched the games. What a time to be alive! So was she not allowed in the park? Oh, she was. She just enjoyed <laughs> chilling in the car. Maybe, maybe she did something before that, like the seventies, that when my dad was younger, that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't allowed in the complex. <laughs> uh, I just had to make that joke. Man. No, I, I what a time. I loved watching Bob Ross too. Between Classic. him and Mr. Rogers, a lot of chill vibes on PBS. Oh yeah, and just like just dudes encouraging you to like love other people and mm-hmm. just chill. Mm-hmm. That's probably why us Midwest farm kids turned out so great. Other people in the country watched Bob Ross. Oh. It wasn't just on IPTV. It was Oops. like on all public television. It wasn't just for Iowa. <laughs> Didn't Owen Wilson just star in a Bob Ross movie? Uh, yes. You think they made a movie solely about one Iowa public <laughs> access like TV? Come on, man. I thought, I don't know. I thought he might have made it big. Someday they're going to make a movie about this Iowa-based podcast. <laughs> Who's going to play you? Mm, who would play me? Jonah Hill? Hmm... But, but but if it gets big, then they'll play, think, they'll play us when we're younger. I think Terry Crews would play you. <laughs> Terry Crews. <laughs> oh, man. I figured it's going to say based on a true story. <laughs> Very loosely based Terry on a Cruz. true story. No. It's going to have me sitting here podcasting and moving my pecs. I'm trying to think of who who would be good to play you. Jonah Hill's not bad. Yeah, I just thought of the I don't first feel like Jonah Hill's person. Midwest enough. No, he's not. 
If we're going Midwest, too bad Chris Farley's dead. Of course, he's a lot older than me. Bobby Moynihan. Oh, that's a good one. Bobby Moynihan could play you. There better not be sports scenes because he would make me look bad. Who plays me? I was trying to think of that while you're talking. I'm trying to think of a be nice, a burly like be nice bearded person. What do you mean? Why? Why would I be mean? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think of like a burly bearded person. Nick Offerman? No, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Are they are they too old for it though? Yeah, I I was thinking Zach Efron. Have you seen him lately? I was just kidding. He's got some weird stuff. He, some of these people say he got jaw surgery. He looks goofy. All some, these all these celebs are just beautiful, some, some and then they go right. make themselves worse by getting surgery. Because they turn like 30, and they find one crow's feet wrinkle, yeah. and they're like, all right, time to mess up my whole face. And they look, they just, just be natural. All natural is the way to go. I found myself getting very upset the other day with these women with so much makeup on their face. Just, careful. You're beautiful without it. Just go natural. Be careful. I don't, I don't want all the makeup. <laughs> They're not doing it for you, buddy. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Um, all right. No, when uh, I was watching a documentary recently, and it was about this old-time movie star, but she got a lot of plastic surgery like in the 80s and 90s at the end of her life, mm-hmm. and it did not look good. Nope. And it never does. No. Like, you never see – I'd say there's one exception. Whatever Cher is doing – I don't understand it because she doesn't look like a train wreck. No, she's not too bad. Like Dolly Parton, maybe. Mm, no, look at Dolly Parton from the seventies. Yeah, that's true. Right now, she's she's a wonderful person. She looks like an old lady who's had a lot of plastic surgery. Cher somehow doesn't look super unnatural, but some of these people and like like Mickey Rourke looks nothing like what he looked like oh, 30 so years bizarre. ago. Like nothing like what yeah. he looks like. You kind of want to ask these dudes like, do you think this looks good? I think a would lot you, of them have would regrets. Would you do it differently? Yeah, oh, big time. Yeah, I, I just wonder like. I think a lot of them probably look in the mirror and have regrets. I think sure. so too. I think they probably go I cared too much about what other people thought people are mean. I was hearing stories about I was aging. And I know in Hollywood, once you hit a certain age, it feels like there's no parts for you anymore in movies. But I don't know, man. Go to go to any town in America and just look at a regular dude or woman who's aging and they look better than celebrities. One hundred percent. Yeah. Man. <sighs> All right. Well, I will never get a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> I thank you. Yep. I was really worried about that and now I can sleep tonight. All right. Well, that was an exciting episode. Uh, just a good old conversation. A lot of thoughts. I have so many more thoughts in my in my notes app on my phone. I can't wait to discuss more of them. Um, but check out, uh, let's see here, check out the YouTube. When you get done listening to this, go to YouTube, watch my latest video. Exciting ones are coming. I was at the Des Moines Farmer's Market. That's going to be in the future. Had Just had the best time. What a What a place. Uh, Jordan Bohannon YouTube video, hopefully in the next couple weeks coming out, all sorts of fun things, the podcast, uh, just having a blast doing this. So tell your friends, um, hopefully maybe we'll have some exciting news to share in the future. Who knows? But, uh, send us out. Hot, hot. There we go.